King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the brother Myers as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people, you can jail the bodies of black people, but you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite, thus Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather, but when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book. They say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Hey, Brother Miles, that was really great, man. I'm impressed. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Please check out last week's episode where we discussed Egyptian homes that date back to, get this, 100,000 B.C. This week, we will also discuss a topic related to Egypt, related to ancient Kemet. There is some evidence that the pyramids in Egypt were constructed using water. Now, many people, when they look at the desert in Egypt, they don't realize that it wasn't really desert in much of the ancient world. Roughly about 27,000 years ago, or 25,000 BC, the world underwent some considerable change with its climate, and this led to vast areas like the Sahara Desert beginning to form. The Sahara formed roughly 11,000 to 5,000 years ago, although there's some debate about that. And these areas that are dry today didn't form all at once, and various wet areas still remained for some time. In areas where they didn't like Egypt, there's evidence of waterways still existing that don't exist today. In fact, the Nile flooded and still floods into a mighty region that people grow crops on after the flood. Dr. Iman Gonain utilized data recently that had been collected from satellites to determine that there were likely additional waterways or areas with water in them in Egypt, and that these areas with water in them ran right near the pyramids of Giza. So when we say that the pyramids were built using water, 
We don't mean that water was used to shape the stone in the pyramids, but possibly to transport the multi-ton stone blocks that were quarried from other locations to their current location where the pyramids stand today. Now you will often hear fringe theories about how the pyramids were built that involve aliens. This is a major problem because you don't hear about aliens building the civilizations in Europe. Only black and indigenous civilizations do they ever build in these theories. You don't hear about aliens building Greece or Rome, the Colosseum for example, and so these theories are rooted in racism because they never apply to the construction of these other European civilizations. Now it isn't clear exactly how the pyramids were built, and I want to be clear that this water transport theory is still a theory. So this is a major challenge, but the argument here is that this water ran near where the pyramids of Giza are today and may have been used to carry the large blocks and other large materials that were needed to construct the pyramids. The argument also is that this was a branch of the Nile River and that the waterway would explain the fact that there were a number of pyramids clustered in Giza. Although other explanations could be made for this like the pharaohs just decided to build them in a given area because they wanted to or there was a spiritual reason to build them. Now do we have other evidence that you might wonder of large stone objects being transported via the Nile River in ancient Kemet, also called Egypt? Well in J.A. Rogers' book, World's Great Men of Color, and by the way, as you know, I'm a great fan of J.A. Rogers' books because I wrote his, the sequel to his book, From Superman to Man, right? Called The Real Wakandas of Africa. But his book, World's Great Men of Color, Volume 1 and Volume 2, are definitely worth the purchase. And if you don't like to read, they're even more so worth the purchase because he offers very short four to roughly 11-page biographies on ancient African and modern leaders. So definitely take some time to buy World's Great Men of Color and start with Volume 1, which covers the ancient world. So in World's Great Men of Color Volume 1, Rogers discusses several large obelisks that the female pharaoh Hatshepsut transported down the Nile River on barges. So the answer is yes, the Nile was used to transport large heavy objects and if a branch or tributary of it ran near Giza, then the pyramids of Giza may have been built by using these waterways. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles, Maurice Miles Martinez. Were the pyramids built by water flow to transport multi-ton blocks in tow? Don't you know where they may have sat on top of a barge that floated them to Giza out back? And city dwellers congregated to make pyramid stacks 
from blocks cut so fine that they defied modern engineering mathematical facts, transported down a branch of the Nile that all the while brought and delivered to Giza like an usher down an aisle, alongside Nile crocodiles, while those who argue aliens built the pyramids from Eurocentric forces that are hostile but don't apply the same immobile argumentative style to Roman Colosseum or Greek historical files and still deny the African Kemet's crown hairstyles. So we smile and ask the question as we munch down sandwiches in modern delicatessens, was there a progression of Egyptian experts that held a procession of blocks cut to precision mathematical lessons, algebraic linear regression transported on Nile waterways to Giza to be excessive pyramid expressions. Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, the real vibranium of Africa, and Akhenaten's Dreams by Maurice Miles Martinez. You can also subscribe to this podcast and become a regular sustaining member by clicking the link in the podcast. You can donate from $1 to $10 per month, and this makes an enormous difference in supporting this podcast and my research. Thank you again for listening to me, MC Brother Miles, Maurice Miles Martinez. I will speak with you next week. <laughs>